Badass. Welcome to the Radiant Badass. If you like your suburban mom with a side of punk and your spirituality laced with pop culture references, friend, you are home. I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm so glad you're here. Let's have some fun. So the spring equinox was just on March 20th. And for the witches and the pagans and those assorted folks, it's kind of their celebration of new beginnings, the end of winter. It's kind of a little bit of a new year celebration for them. And really, doesn't that make more sense than our Gregorian calendar's midwinter celebration of a new year? To have a fresh new year coincide with the world waking up from winter instead of smack dab in the middle of winter? Yeah, I will answer that for you. That does make entirely more sense. Spring is all about renew, refresh, reset. There's new growth, prune off the dead stuff. And yeah, that is all new year energy to me. And that the equinox comes in the middle of act one in my whole year as a novel vibe that I'm working on this year. That also feels right. Things have been picking up speed for me lately, new beginnings and all that. And I've had a unique opportunity during this early spring season to do a personal reset. And that opportunity came in the form of my immediate family flying halfway across the globe together while I stayed home. And to digress for just a second, when I tell people that, that they all went on this trip without me, uh, the responses from people are pretty hilarious and they have run the gambit from an inquiry into the health of my marriage, which was a huge overstep, to mothers with small children who they have just sighed and looked longingly into space to ponder the idea of that kind of time to themselves. Uh, People are funny. It was my choice to not go on the trip, and although I was nervous about it, it was the right choice for me. It's been my first real break from parenting in 21 years. Really more than that if you count pregnancy. Sure, I've gone on vacation without the kids. They're both off at school now. I've taken solo vacations. But nothing has afforded me the hard break that having them clear across the globe, but together and in a safe country has. Like, this felt like true clocking out of my parenting role for a minute. And it has been pretty great. (laughs) I thought I'd be lonely. I thought I'd be bored. I thought I might even pine a little bit. But not really. Like, I miss them, but I'm fine. And it created all this space and you know, the lifting of the emotional labor and that kind of expanse, it it felt scary. Like, would I be in my head too much? Nothing really good comes out of getting in your head too much. I mean, let's be real. But this, actually, this moment gave me the space to hit reset on a lot of stuff. I mean, without the parameter of other people's needs and expectations in my day, I'm figuring out my own thing. 
my own thing for this chapter of my life. Because you know how habits and routines can hang around long after they've outlived their usefulness? Like, for example, you keep eating dinner at 6 o'clock because that's when you ate dinner as a family, even though your kids don't live at home, right? Like, I'm talking that kind of thing. Or you just live with how your closet is organized because that's how you set it up when you moved in. Not that it's the best setup for how you live your life now. You know, those are just some random examples. Random, right? Maybe, maybe personal. Who knows? I do know I'm not the person I was. I'm vastly different even from the person I was three years ago. And it's important that I honor that. So during this time they're traveling, I spent a lot of time thinking, just thinking, just doing crazy stuff, like staring out the window and just thinking about things, fully pondering. Like I went into a full ponder and it has been good. And it's also resulted in my dreams getting kind of weird and a little specific, which may have something to do with the magnesium supplement I've been taking. I'm not ruling that out. Just side note for my anxious girlies or boys or theys and my people who have trouble sleeping, look into the different types of magnesiums and see if one might work for you. Or as they say in the commercials, see if one might be right for you. (laughs) It could change your life is all I'm saying. Most of the country is deficient and magnesium is a thing I learned. So uh, anyway, there's one moment of one particular dream I had that I'm going to talk about here for a second. And no, I'm not going to do that whole dream storytelling thing when someone decides they're going to tell you about their entire dream. But as they're telling you the story, they keep going like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like there was a cat there or like, oh, wait, wait, like, let me back up. The reason the devil was on the bike was because he was also the Amazon delivery guy. (laughs) And you're just like, okay. And you're sitting there with your active listening face engaged And you're dying a little bit on the inside because you'll never get this time back and you're so fucking bored and it makes no sense. And you're not a dream interpreter. So why are they telling you this? So, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, First, a little context. Before my family flew out, as I mentioned, I was really, really anxious about it. Worried about all the usual travel stuff and also just the big unknown about what it would be like to be alone with myself for that long. To be real... We have not spent that much time together. Just the one of us I'm talking about when I say we, me and myself. We have not spent that much time together with no other people to distract me for a long, long time. And so with this worry, I also find that when I have lots of big, uncomfortable feelings like that, instead of feeling them as they are and acknowledging them and letting them process, I continue to prefer to stuff them down. And then act surprised when all that emotional energy pours over into my anxiety bucket. And then I feel anxious. And anxiety is a garbage emotion. Like there, I said it. So there's a little background on where I was at when I had this dream. All these uncomfortable emotions churning and I'm trying to ignore it. And then I have this dream. The particular moment of the dream that I'm going to tell you about uh, is when I found myself standing inside the garage of a white house. And I'm looking out towards the driveway and the street. And there are a few cars out there, you know, driving by. 
And then one car pulls up into the driveway. Right as the sky starts to get dark, like clouds are rolling in, that kind of darkness. The guy pulls his car into the driveway, gets out of the car, and he looks up at the sky and he says something like, I can't believe it. And then he just stares like completely open mouthed, just staring up at the sky. And then I look around and I notice other people along the street looking up and having the same kind of emotional reaction because it's like they're crying and hyperventilating and really responding to whatever it is in the sky. And I'm thinking aliens, right? (laughs) Like (laughs) that's what I'd do if I saw aliens. So I walk out into the driveway because apparently I'm brave in dreams and I follow the sight line of the guy, the car guy, and I look up into the sky and I see it's pretty menacing. There's red clouds and smoke swirling and stuff. And then I see written across the sky and in the most pedestrian font like Ariel or whatever that was that we were using in the 2000s, it says across the sky you're doing great. And I make a mental note that whoever wrote this in the sky used the correct form of your. So that was nice. And then the car in the driveway guy turns to me and he goes, that's God. And then I woke up. So maybe it was a message from God. I don't know. I always assumed she'd pick a nicer font, but whatever. And I laid there in bed after this dream thinking, am I doing great? Was the message for me? Like, if I could get off my own ass for a hot second and take a big old look at my current situation from all angles, am I doing great? And yeah, thank you. Pedestrian font and all, I am doing great. But I definitely have to remind myself to get off my own ass so I can even see the truth of that. Is everything firing on all cylinders and am I exactly where I want to be in my life? Mm, No. And also, maybe. I mean, maybe this is what all cylinders looks like now. I mean, I don't know. I'm like working on my stuff and I'm moving forward, growing, making progress. And at the same time, I'm having setbacks, getting stuck in some patterns. And sometimes things happen that make me incredibly sad, you know, like life. (laughs) And I think I'm doing great. So I've adopted that as my mantra for the last couple of weeks. And I'm sharing it with you because it's simple. It's easy to remember. It's easy to practice with. For instance, today, when I was putting air in my tire, I reminded myself that I was doing great. Yesterday, when I couldn't get the security system to work, I reminded myself that I was doing great. When I was sitting down to dinner the other night, which was about midway through my family's trip, and I was feeling really lonely, and I was feeling maybe a little scared of the future because they're coming back from the trip, but the kids are going to school. So, yeah. But then I remembered that I'm doing great. And that's probably the biggest takeaway from this reset. It's not the fresh routine or the clean closets or even the delicious feeling of doing what I want when I want. Although those are marvelous. It's knowing that I'm doing great. 
And I bet if you stripped away all of your shoulds, you'd find out that you're doing pretty great too. And maybe you're doing pretty great and it's even in a nice font. Consider that. And that's this week's episode of The Radiant Badass. If you haven't already signed up for the newsletter on my website, I'm getting ready to send the next one and I've got some good recommendations coming for you. So get on the website and sign up and I will see you next week.